I'm Shadi Champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm Shadi Champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm Shadi Champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez, recorded and mixed by The Quakes, and written by me. For this week's episode, I have a very special guest. Keisha is a lover of community, birth justice, and mental health advocacy. She has created movement programs for children and adults for the last 10-plus years to spread awareness on how movement can enhance your physical and mental health in a multitude of ways. She is the co-creator of Nature's Playground Retreat. Taking time to pause, reflect, and listen has been a part of her healing journey towards self-discovery. She is a certified 200-hour yoga instructor and a prenatal and postnatal yoga instructor. When she is not teaching yoga or movement, she can be found in the community working as a doula assistant, assisting birthing lives through their birth journey. Please welcome my dear friend and my sister, Keisha Hernandez. Thank you so much, Sade. How are you? What a warm welcome. I'm doing (laughs) so well, especially after that welcome. I got a nice boost of energy. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad to have you on for this special episode of the Sade Champagne Show, where it's going to be all things Keisha Hernandez and what you love to share with others. And so how funny is it that we actually met years ago at one of our mutual dear friends, Eleni, her mm. wedding shower. And so it was just so cool to see, like, how far that, that has been, like, how long that has been. And you and I stay connected over that time and have been developing this great friendship. Right. You were such a, a light, beaming bright at that shower. I just had to get to know you, and I'm so happy that I've continued to just pour into this relationship from afar. I am so happy to be here and connect with you on this level. What 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 are the odds that we would have found <laughs> each other at the shower? Right. <laughs> yes, I love yeah. that we were able to connect and really you've been such an inspiration. So thank you again for bringing me on. You're so welcome, sis. So how did you first become interested in holistic health and wellness? And when did you know that you wanted this to be your life? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it started when I was dealing with some depression in my in myself internally, um, as well as dealing with family members who were experiencing some mental health challenges. It really rocked my world, one, to be battling with depression 
on my own and and also dealing with some mental health uh, challenges with uh, my family members in general. So it really started making me think about how I am going to move into this space um, and move forward with with a balanced mind, body, and spirit. I really wanted to make sure that I was going to be okay for my mental health, my well-being, and also I wanted to spread that knowledge to my family members who were dealing with um, this similar experience of just finding imbalances through their journey and, and just the unexpected turn mm-hmm. of events mm-hmm. in those situations really did make me stop and listen, like pause, <laughs> breathe and reflect on how I wanted to move forward. And so that moved me into a space of searching for wellness, um, self-care practices that were going to really help me uh, pour back into my cup to to find restoration um, during that time period. And and so yoga has always been uh, a practice of mine. I mean, man, over the last 10 years or so, like I've really been diving deeper into this practice. And, mm-hmm. and especially when I was going through my battles with depression and as well with my family members and and figuring out how to connect and, and help support, I've been really tapping in to that the the yoga practices of just slowing down, of moving my body, of finding a rhythm with my movement and breath, finding that correlation to really tap into to my power, my intuition um, through those practices, and and therefore I've been able to find clarity in moments of intense pressure and stress. Mm, mm. Mm -hmm. And so is that what made you want to get your start in yoga and what made you want to become an instructor? You know what? I will say when I did have this moment of of battling um, within my family members um, with mental health and specifically my brother, my brother who who was dealing with some different mental challenges that kind of rocked our, our world, that really, mm-hmm. that is what shifted my my yoga practice into something that was just for me, into an art, a self-care, a lifestyle that I could share with others. That's what helped me to transition into the teaching aspect of it because it's totally different to hold space for for one other person, for multiple people, um, mm-hmm. as a part, at, at, I mean, instead of just holding that space for yourself. So mm. that moment, I would say about a year ago, is when I transitioned into really wanting to, to teach and create spaces to awaken and heal the mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so how has... Uh, how healing, share with us how healing um, yoga has been, not only for you, but for your students as well. Yes. Okay. So I really find that with any new self-care practice that you want to incorporate, you want to start with yourself. You want to create a regular flow daily, weekly, whatever you choose, but you want to start with yourself first. And I knew that 
um, going in. So like I said, I knew one day I would probably be teaching yoga because I was already teaching dance classes to children and adults. So that was already um, a segue that was probably going to be a smooth transition. Um, So I always thought about it, but really taking the time to get into a certification course to really dive deeper into the philosophy of it all was it really helped to shift the way I saw yoga. At first, it was more so uh, a fitness, a fitness in a sense. Okay, I'm going to release mm-hmm. the stress through sweating. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go through these flows. And and when I started shifting my perspective, it was more about the mental clarity and not necessarily the physical postures. So when I started diving deeper into my yogic studies, I was able to learn that yoga is more than just asanas, those postures. It's breath, it's giving back, um, the breath, pranayama, like pranayama techniques all deal with breathing techniques. The seva, it's the community service. How can we be Mm -hmm. of service to our society as well as ourselves? Um, Mm. Those moments of reflection there really did transform the way that I saw yoga, and I started to dive deeper and I started seeing it as more of a lifestyle approach to how I wanted to move mm. forward um, with my life, with the way that I interact with people. So even, even with giving back, I started thinking about yoga, even with my thoughts, how was I, what was I bringing into my thoughts in my mind on a daily? Mm. What was I seeing? What kind of conversations was I having with friends and family? All of these things just started to create a spiritual awakening, even more so. Um, tapping into all of those areas and really digging deeper. And as I started to dig deeper, as I started to transition the way I was interacting with my friends and interacting mm-hmm. with myself, I really saw that. There was so much more. There was a whole new perspective that made me see this work as mm-hmm. as a lifestyle, like I said, but truly a gift and mm. that I wanted to share with others and, and in a way that was more than just you're going to lose weight or you're going to, you know, release the stress from the physical Mm-hmm. Man, it started. I started just turning so so much inward, so that I really take the time in each of my classes to just take that ten minutes just to sit and reflect with our breath, and to tap into emotions that we're feeling that may be arising during the times that we are slowing down with our breath and really being intentional with our breath, really mm-hmm. feeling the rise and fall of your shoulders, the rise and fall of your chest. And being open to embrace whatever comes up. I know that I Mm. was bearing so many things deep down inside during my battles with depression and whatnot that during those practices, during that shift in mentality, I was able to unlock so many different things that I stuffed down deep inside that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. So many different things were rising to the surface, and I was doing a lot of work, a lot of painful work, but worthwhile mm-hmm. work that was mm-hmm. shifting my focus, that was helping me to 
see the path in front of me, what was next? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, how have you been navigating your way through the pandemic and what advice and words of encouragement would you give to other dreamers and visionaries during this time, Keisha? I really would just say to take this time to unlearn everything. (laughs) It's like question everything. (laughs) What Mm. makes you tick? What dreams do you have? What framework were you following? Did you feel like it was your own creation? Did you feel like you were on a path that was clear and concise based on your intuition and your love of that topic or for or your love for the world? Like I would just take the moment to pause, to breathe to reflect and just to listen to what comes up when you ask yourself those questions. These are things that I did during the pandemic. So that's why I want to encourage the same. I really am only promoting things that are part of my journey and encouraging Mm. routines that I've done because I've found it Mm -hmm. to, to work for me. And I think it's really important that everyone dig deeper to see that their dreams can come true with the recipe that works for them. What works for me Mm. might not work for you, but taking the time to do the work, to surround yourself with the right people that will inspire you, will challenge you, it makes a huge difference. I say put the time in to that passion project, Take the time to just take the risk and no matter really the consequences of making a mistake or feeling like you're inadequate because you don't know as much as you quote unquote should know on the topic, take the Mm -hmm. risk, believe in yourself that you will find a way through it, to it and through it, okay? Mm. Breathe. And know that you come from a powerful lineage before you. What's really been helping me as well is tapping into my ancestors, my roots, even taking Mm. a look at my maternal line, asking my mom who has done this ancestry work, hey, what are the names of my grandma, Mm -hmm. my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my great-great-great, you know, tapping Mm. in there and really pulling from that power of those names, knowing that before me, they were there working, hustling for a better life for their children, for their grandchildren, and knowing that as I reflected on those ancestors, on my lineage, I recognized that I already came from so much power, a powerful line, and with that, I was able to really pour pour that feeling back into me to help build me back up, to, to mm. build that confidence and strength and know that, to know that you have that power from within, but you just have to tap into it, like that changed mm. the game for, mm-hmm. for forever. And, and to realize mm. that it's not just about what someone else is giving you as far as guidance, 
Um, I think it's really important to surround yourself with a community that can give you support in those ways. But I think it's also important first to remember that you have the power to create, Mm. to change, to move forward in the ways that you always dreamed. That's really Mm. important to me, and that's something I want to share and continue sharing um, with anyone that's willing to listen. So during Mm. the pandemic, those moments of reflection have really been pivotal in my elevation and in my constant transformation because in this work, let's let's be honest and take a moment to say like there is never a moment where you feel completely healed and you're like that's it i made it it's a journey lifelong <laughs> journey. right it's not linear oh my goodness right it is that's not good, linear teacher. all of the things all the twists and turns all the curvatures i mean i've really been able to always go back to tapping into that power from my ancestors, as well as the power that is around me in the land that I am on as well. And as well from God, bringing in all different elements to help Mm -hmm. me because I realized that there wasn't just one thing for my wellness. There wasn't one Mm. thing for for my healing. It was multitude of different experiences and different self-care routines that got me to this point. So I Mm. do believe as well as really focusing in on multiple things that bring you joy, that bring you support, that can shift you into that growth mindset that will catapult you to whoever, like wherever and whoever, like, Mm -hmm. I am a believer that once you just start to put the plan into motion and take the baby steps, no matter how long it takes, give yourself that realistic expectation that it can take a really long time, but that Mm -hmm. you will consistently move forward. You You will find some moments of awakening on that path, no matter what you choose, no matter who Mm. you are. Mm. And so, Keisha, how important is it to not compare yourself to others and to take and to stay true to yourself? Because I know, obviously, with you being in the holistic health and wellness journey within yoga, you know, even in something as healing as this, we both know a lot of times people struggle with comparing themselves to others and sometimes falling away from what mm-hmm. matters most to them. And so, how important is it? Do you think for us to not compare ourselves to others and to, and to stay true to ourselves. Wow. It's a beautiful moment of reflection. I think it is one of the areas that I focus in on the most. So I think it is of great importance that we see our journey as unique to us. No one else has your talents. No one else has your gifts in the way that you do. No mm-hmm. one has lived your life experiences. So I see that and relate that to to yoga, to wellness, and see that really that work of, tra- that transformational work comes from within, the inside out. And that's a really special perspective. No one can understand 
the experiences, the joys, the traumas that you've experienced and endured. So I think that we need to move away from the comparison culture and see ourselves as a community that's moving forward to the empowerment, the betterment of the human collective. I really, I really feel passionately mm. about that because mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. are so many experiences in my own life where I was, I was having these moments. Am I enough? Did I lose enough weight? Am I eating the right things because now my friend is on this diet? Do I have the tools to continue this work because I feel like I just started? Does this make sense for me? Like I've had all of those kinds of emotions on my journey. And when I started those comparisons, I realized over time, sometimes that could distract me from the final the the final goal of that moment, which was just to keep moving forward. I mean, that's really always my goal, to just keep moving forward and to embrace what comes my way. Now, when I was doing the comparison, when I was hearing friends and family compare, immediately you just feel a shift of inadequacy and always trying mm. to reach someone else's goals, mm-hmm. always trying to reach someone else's accomplishments, they're mm-hmm. always going to make you feel lesser than because you never can. You are not that person. You are you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be authentic. Live in your light. Shine bright. Continue moving forward. Find the people that feel like sunshine as well, right? Because once we start those transformational practices, we start to radiate a different light that attracts a different kind of person, or maybe your friends and family are evolving with you as well. Um, but mm-hmm. don't be afraid to find a path of your own. And if you have to disconnect mm. from a few friends and family at that moment to do that, go ahead because you can always reconnect with them. You never know how that flow is going to go. But the, fi- the the final aspect of comparing, in the end, it just does not serve you. And in these moments, I've been asking my, my myself this question, like when I eat food or when I have these certain thoughts or meet with certain people, like it, how is this serving me? Is this mm-hmm. going to fill up my cup? And when I asked myself that same question, when it revolved around comparison, it didn't fill up my cup. It didn't make me feel good. It made me feel lesser than and I realized I was being distracted and, and, and disrupted from my flow, from my elevation and transformation. Now, I'm telling you that's years of work here, right? Um, this mm-hmm, did not mm-hmm. change overnight. This, was, this is a continuous battle that I have to tell myself with even having moments like this where we're sharing um, our stories, practicing different affirmations, to remind myself that I am powerful, I am enough, and I am capable of change. Those are just three affirmations that I use on a daily basis to remind me that I am strong, powerful, I can move forward, but Mm. that I need to do it in my own way. Because I have Mm. a unique story to tell that can spread 
to my friends, to my family and beyond, but I won't reach my highest self if I am constantly battling with these comparisons and especially in this wellness this wellness industry there are so many people that you can learn from and you know what i am a believer that you should re- research and reach out to those people that you connect with and it's not just always going to be me right i'm not here to mm-hmm. promote a following for myself where it's like hey do what i did come join me i'm here in a space to always share with the idea that you are going to decide what's work, what's working for you and what's best for you and i'm going to support mm. you regardless and that's how i see myself differ in this industry because mm-hmm. i'm not i'm looking it's not transactional for me it's not a competition it's really about elevating my consciousness, elevating others' consciousness to understand that you do have that power to make the choice. Let's talk about your nature's playground retreat, and this is very exciting. Tell us about how this idea came about, how can people attend your retreat, and learn more about it. Oh, yes. Okay, so nature's playground retreat is a space to awaken and heal the soul, bringing community together I believe that when you are on the road of change, you need those accountability partners to support you. You need that community connection. Do the work internally. Do the work on your own, but also have those close connections, one person, two people, no matter how many, but have a community to bounce ideas off of, to reach out to when you're feeling inadequate, when you're feeling like things are so tough because this work is so difficult and challenging, this is how Nature's Playground Retreat was born. The idea that, hey, we're doing the work. I'm, I was connecting out in nature so much. I was going on um, all these hikes. Um, I'm out in Palm Springs, California, um, ever since the pandemic. And I, I moved from New York City to Palm Springs. And let me tell you, my wow, whole life changed. <laughs> yes, it was night and day. I was out on the mountain. I was connecting with the energy out here in a different way. Um, Palm Springs has a beautiful, a beautiful lineage on native land. The Kahuya peoples. I'm over here doing research because. There were these moments of awakening on the mountain, on this land that I, I mean, I can't fully explain, but I realized that mm-hmm. I was meant to move from New York to California in this space to wow. connect with the nature, to, to, to the nature element, to fill me up on this next part of my journey, to have these awakenings and to remind myself that nature is healing and so important, that sunshine, that breeze. And the intention behind going on the hike. That's important as well. So you can go to www.naturesplaygroundretreat.com for more information on our retreat coming up this September, September 13th through the 16th to be exact. And it's going to be a time of reflection out in nature in Joshua Tree, California, you're going to be getting sunrise yoga meditation. 
hiking out in Joshua Tree National Park. Have you ever seen a Joshua Tree? It's freaking magical. It's the only place where you can find this beautiful tree. We're out here exploring these different areas, mm-hmm. connecting mm-hmm. through journaling, through through self-love conversations, lots of reflection, as well as just that aspect, sound healing as well, fresh food, vegan mm-hmm. options, just to kind of shake things up. Um, but you're there in the community doing the work with other individuals that see this as an important part of their lives to not only maybe start self-care routines from scratch, but also to pour back into the self-care routines that they've already been doing, maybe have lost sight of and are renewed and, and feel them in a different way moving forward. So we want to also help just set up a framework of how you can move forward with these self-care practices to, you know, even beyond our retreat. So just creating Mm -hmm. a community has been really important for me. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so proud of you and and all your many different ventures and to, you know, be able to witness this. And I look forward to being able to check out Nature's Playground Retreat. And even also equally exciting, you are also a professional doula. How did you get into this, and what would you like to share with others about doula work? Yes. Okay. Wow, so much. I'm so passionate about being a birth companion, a companion mm-hmm. in the postpartum period for pregnant mm-hmm. lives. Um, I would say if you don't know what a doula is, go ahead and Google it. Go ahead and research in your area if you're looking for a doula. There's so many different organizations out there that do provide volunteer doulas. You will also find doulas at rates depending on what they charge. But I'm here as a companion on your pregnancy journey and postpartum journey. And with that, I'm here to answer any questions, to provide information on what you possibly may go through during pregnancy, what to expect for your labor and delivery journey, and what to to expect as well in your postpartum journey, what that may look like. Again, just like your wellness journey we were talking about before, your birth journey, your postpartum journey is really based on you. No one else, no one else will have that experience. So I'm here really just as a support and a guide and a person that has been to multiple births and has dealt with multiple postpartum clients. I'm here to remind you that you are amazing. You will be able to get through this with the proper channels, maybe referring you to, you know, you're a local OBGYN or a midwife if you need. Mm-hmm. And, and in that regard, there's so many different elements that goes into birth work. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm really, I would just say a guide to help you through all the different changes. Um, I am also a prenatal and postnatal yoga teacher, as you said. So I really mm-hmm. do believe that the breath and movement Tapping into that is really important 
to help release stress and strain throughout the body, throughout that whole journey and beyond. Because postpartum is not just the first six weeks after baby's arrival. It's for the rest of your life you're going to be dealing with this. Um, You're going to be dealing with the different changes that happened after your baby's birth, your baby's arrival. So Mm -hmm, I'm here mm -hmm. um, as a support system. And it's really changed my whole life, the way I look at myself internally. Um, And I feel so honored to do this work because it's really a vulnerable time um, to be added to to someone's journey, who's pregnant, who's ready to give birth um, and after. And and so you want to be connected um, as a doula to your family that you're working with, you want to, and, and if you're a family looking for a doula, you want to make sure that you, you know why you want a doula. Ask yourself that question. Why do I want a doula? Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. do I want my doula to provide? Like, what do I want them to provide in this moment of my life? And mm. once you have those answers, start doing the research to connect with the doulas in your area and have those conversations, and and you'll know who's the right person for you as you move forward. Mm, that's so good. And so um, we're going to back up a little bit. And you were been sharing your story about, you know, mental health and, and how it's also affected your family. Do you feel like that's what's made you so passionate about it and why you do all the different work that you do? Yes. Yes. It is the backbone. Um, I think. I think in anything that we do, there are those times where we've had certain experiences that have been pivotal moments in our lives. In that time that I was dealing with with my family, um, and we were just figuring out ways to move forward during this time of crisis, because. It was, it was really a hard moment of understanding how we would move forward as a family um, as we were searching for answers to understand this mental illness um, that my family member was going through. Um, we really were wanting to, to also make sure we were eating and and drinking water and like sharing moments of joy in that moment of chaos and Mm -hmm. in that moment Mm -hmm. of the unknown. Um, Mm -hmm. And literally like it, it, it opened a whole different like portal, whole different space for me where I realized that, wow, we are not just mental illness, but there are so many other illnesses that we can, that we are diagnosed with because of poor health, um, mm-hmm. poor physical health, poor health right? Poor mental health, the trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what are we eating? What are we we drinking? What are we thinking? What are we doing? Like, all these things just started coming up for me, and I You're realized right, more and more it's a balance of all the things. Mm-hmm. So I like to say mm-hmm. I take a holistic approach. Because I'm not just putting one thing down as the answer, as the, mm. as the solution. But there are multiple mm. ways to do that. And I think in general with your healing um, mm-hmm. for yourself, 
for my doula practice, for my yoga um, classes. I'm always bringing in so many things, your breath, your movement, your thoughts, the reflections, the conversation, the food. I think that mm-hmm. they all are going to be what makes you, what brings you to a moment of elevation. Those are all going to work together, right? All the limbs of the body are going to help you to function in a way that's at your highest capacity. So that mm. is really important, taking note of all yeah. those things. Right. And so we like to know, out of all your creative and wellness ventures and interests, what is your favorite and why? Mm. Okay. Tricky. This is a tricky one, <laughs> making me think. Um, but <laughs> I will say, it's like asking me which of my kids is my favorite. <laughs> right. I'm like, should I even be answering that? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say that birth work is so magical. I've never seen anything like it. It is mm-hmm. all I want to mm-hmm. do to improve the lives um, and to improve the black maternal health crisis. Like, I want to be a part of the change. Uh, Watching a mother labor without medication, just to see the natural process, the natural physiological process of birth right before my eyes, I mean, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And it really just reaffirms that I am on the right path um and 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 balancing all of the of the bodies the mental the physical the emotional the spiritual they all are what's going to get us to the next level oh my gosh but birth work i'm over here like rambling but i feel so taken back when i am in that space of in that space of a mother um of a birthing person who is in labor, there's nothing like it. I can't explain it. It's so magical. Mm. So I feel honored that I'm able to tap into this to this world um, and yeah. to provide. You can feel it, too. You can feel it, oh, too, that that's that point you. Obviously, you can tell that you love all of the things that you do, but you can definitely feel an extra passion for that. And so it's been really exciting for me, Keisha, to, you know, get to know you. And obviously, as, I'm, as I get to watch and be on your social media, it brings me so much joy because, you just share so many wonderful and encouraging things, and it's also it's you living it as you're sharing it, which is super cool. Like, you're very authentic. You're very vulnerable and transparent and just such a blessing all around, you know, and it's been – I look forward to continuing to getting to know you more and supporting your work and your creativity and all that you do and who you are. And so as we're wrapping up our time together, are there any final thoughts that you have to share with our listeners and also let everyone know – how they can stay updated with you and your happenings, how can they book you for yoga lessons or classes or retreats or, you know, um, also to hire you as their doula. Let them know all that good stuff. Yes, thank you so much for providing this space. Okay, so you can reach out to me on Instagram at Keisha Artist. So Keisha, K-E-E-S-H-A, A-R-D, I-S, and you will be able to tap in with me, check out my happenings. I have a link in my bio for both my personal 
um, email or personal website, excuse me, for doula work and private yoga sessions, as well as a link for my nature's playground retreat. Um, so I would say also my, my private uh, website is www.keishaartist.com in the same spelling. And if you're looking for a space to come out and, and heal and, and link with community, Joshua Tree, September of this year, tap into www.naturesplaygroundretreat.com. And you can catch us on Instagram as well with the same Instagram handle, Nature's Playground Retreat. So, so many ways to, to find me. Hopefully you connect with me. And if you are looking for a doula or, or yoga, you know, sessions, I'm able to do all of that on Zoom as well. Um, and if you're looking for some in-person support for doula work, if you can't find, you know, someone in your area right away, feel free to contact me so I can help you as well to find someone that would be beneficial. I can tap into my doula network. So much to my dear friend, Keisha Hernandez, for being on the Sade Champagne show this evening, her very own special episode. You are a phenomenal woman, and I'm just so proud of you and excited for everything that's in store. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to this brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Grindheart Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. We will be back soon with a brand new episode. I'm Sade Champagne. I'm Sade Champagne.